What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's another episode of the Double A Show podcast with Aaron and Augustine. And we have an interesting one this week as well. Yeah, you sound pretty uh, dead. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not dead, okay? I'm, I'm alive and well. No, I'm just kidding. But what do you call it? Uh, there's uh, some stuff that happened. Uh, not Well, it, obviously it is uh, NFL related, but it didn't happen on the field. It was more so off the field. We'll get more into those after, I mean, uh, a little bit later on but um you want to get us started augustine well let's just get it out of the way the uh second week in a row that this team has had an embarrassment i guess on national tv um packers and new england no 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 one cares about that why are you saying this get out of the way no just you, you just get it out that. you cared about it bitch <laughs> i just want to you cared that. about you cared enough about it to want to talk about it um we I, almost well, lost to a third string quarterback a rookie third string quarterback um just by the way embarrassment i just want to wait wait, i just want to uh clarify that yes he was a uh, third string quarterback and what makes it worse is that he came in like i think it was the first or second quarter when brian hoyer the backup got hurt (laughs) so he wasn't even gay like he probably wasn't even playing like the whole week and he just came in and started throwing dime and darts after darts after dimes and he was making the Packers defense who's supposed to be coming into the season was supposed to be a top five top 10 uh unit and obviously they have not been performing that well I don't know what's what seems to be the issue Augustine I feel like they probably coaching wise they probably have I wouldn't say too many pieces but they're just not necessarily lining up the right guys in the right spots. I feel like the coaching is kind of putting them in weird spots every now and then. And I don't know, like they just haven't had like a real spark. And obviously like they're the, the D linemen are doing pretty good. Like Gary got a couple sacks. Um, They're doing their job, but I feel like our backfield, which was our strength has now sort of become the weakness. So it's kind of like flip flop. Yeah. Uh Jair Alexander didn't play, right? I think. Nah, he's out. He was out. I mean, I think it was the the guy who um came in for him last week that played this week as well, which I mean um well, one thing with um it's still Bill Belichick on the other end, so obviously he knows this game inside and out, but I mean he still had a, a fucking thirsting quarterback go out there and roast the fuck out of us. But yeah, I don't know. Kind of like better than Mac Jones, honestly. Did he really? I don't know. I just Stephen A. Smith would disagree, or who was it? Was it? I forgot who said it. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like Mac Jones. I don't think he's that good, honestly. I think he's a he's basically like Tom Brady 2.0, except he's obviously not as good, and his ceiling is not as high as obviously Tom Brady, where he has uh what is it seven or eight championships? I'm pretty sure it's seven. I don't think Mac Jones will even get one, especially like maybe yeah, as a backup. I don't, I don't know why I'm talking crap about Mac Jones. He didn't even play. That's just not. Let's not. Let's not talk about that. That's a different story for when he does play. But yeah, uh, I don't know. This game is weird because um, this happens all the time in the NFL, where a team uh, is overlooked because obviously coming into the game or the whole week the team that they're going up against is like, okay, well, this team is on their backup guy. Uh, so obviously like we should be able to run through them. And that just isn't the case. Cause at the end of the day, these are all grown ass men. These are all uh, NFL guys. So this isn't like uh college where you're playing like uh, Alabama, but um, what do you call it? Uh, Alabama has its uh, backup, but then you're going up against a team like freaking, I don't know, uh, Idaho or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is the case. This is literally like grown-ass men. So I'm not surprised that the game was close, but if you're a Packer fan, I definitely think there's some reason to be worried because you really shouldn't be struggling against a team like this that literally lost to the Steelers. The Steelers are not good, by the way. The Steelers are trash, and they lost to the Steelers. I'm per- no, actually, I think they beat no, they beat the Steelers. Okay, yeah, no, they beat the Steelers, but they lost to a team that isn't very good. They're what one and three right now. Now yeah. they're one and three after this weekend. Yeah. Well, we're look looking very unprofessional. Let me see. You're always looking unprofessional, but regardless of that, um, yeah, I'm starting to 
worried a little bit. I'm not pushing the panic button just yet. I mean, we are three and one, but I mean, our wins haven't come against the best of teams. Um, Never mind. David, they've actually lost to very good teams. They lost to the Dolphins, the uh, Ravens, and the Packers. So, but still, they're not a good team. I don't think they're. Honestly, I would probably take the Jets over the Patriots right now. I think the Jets do better. Uh, the Jets actually have an identity as well, and they know what they're doing. Obviously, they won't be good this year, but they they look good for the future. I don't know if I could say the same about the Patriots. I know uh, what was it coming into last season. Um, Bill, uh, I can't even say his name. Bill Belichick spent so much. I'm pretty sure they spent the most uh, money for uh, free agency to go get like um, Hunter Henry and uh, what's that other tight end's name? Uh, not Judon. What's his name? I forgot his name. I for, uh, forget his name too. But yeah. Oh, so you think they played better with the rookie QB than Mac Jones? No, I never. I never said that. By the way, I never said that. Uh, I don't think that Mac Jones is the future of the Patriots. Maybe he is. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I just don't think he is that. So I think we could just move on from now because I I don't really he he didn't even play. So I don't want to like talk down on a guy that wasn't even playing this past week. You know what I mean? That's just like weird. That's True. Weird. So uh, that I I think the folk the focus should be on how unimpressive the Packers have been. Ahmed being three and one. Even though they're three and one, it's like the well, this team is actually worse because obviously the uh, Giants are also three and one, but they're also they also have not been impressive. Their wins have come up against uh, a Bears team that, if they would have won, they would have also been three and one. That would have been probably even worse than the Giants because the Giants are decent, but they're not good, and they, they also have beaten teams like the Titans, who I don't think are good, and the Panthers, who I also don't think are good. And obviously, that also the Cowboys. We can talk about the Cowboys later. You know, I don't want to talk about them. But we kind of <laughs> have to. But uh, yeah, the Packers. I mean, they beat they beat in decent teams. Obviously, the Buccaneers are not as good right now as we anticipated they would be. So that's still a good win for the Packers. But it does kind of have an asterisk. I, I, I can't. I can never say that word. Is it asterisk? Asterisk. Or asterisk, yeah. asterisk. I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like it has a a star next to it. Just say that it has a star next to it because uh, the the Buccaneers were missing basically their their entire offense, and they're also their offensive line is just hasn't been good this year. So I don't know how actually impressed I am with the Packers win over that, even though it took them at the very end to stop them on the two point conversion to win that. Nonetheless, they still beat uh, Tom Brady, so it's still a good win. And they've also beaten who else have they beaten, Augustine? Then also the Vikings. The Vikings are a good team. So the Packers are on their way. They just need to figure out their offense. I think their defense should be all right, even though they did uh, let up a shitload of points. Or not, I don't want to say points, but they were getting pretty manhandled by the Patriots' uh, third-string quarterback. But I think it'll be fine, and it's still Aaron Rodgers. They're still probably going to win the division, if not make it like as a five or six seed. So I wouldn't panic too much. I mean, they're three and one after we're talking about how bad they've been, even though they're winning. That's a pretty good sign. You know what I mean? Oh so yeah, for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't look too much into it. Um, what's another team that you think has been uh, underperforming or overperforming there? Well, here's one team I think should, and I want to ask you if they should be hitting the panic button, uh, the Rams. Um. I think yes and no. I think uh, I think their defense is uh, is good. I think their defense is uh, good enough, even though they did. Um, uh, let me see, because okay, look, their offense is weird, man. Like Matthew Stafford, if it's not Cooper Cup, he's like super hesitant to pass the ball to them, and it's like weird because obviously. Um, I think every defense that they go up against, their game plan is to take away Cooper Cup. But somehow, obviously, it's kind of hard to stop or contain uh, Cooper Cup because when you're getting, I think he got like 15 targets this past week against the uh, yeah over 100 yards. Yeah, okay, yeah, he did have over 100 yards, but he also had, I think, it was 14 catches, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, uh, for sure, it was over 10 catches. So, uh, what that's um, telling me is that he is uh, catching it a lot and he's getting a. 
lot of um targets but they're not very uh efficient they're not very yeah like he's not catching them down the field you know what i mean and, like, yeah they're mostly really, all short like, passes all, i mean like, yeah, obviously he'll break like a, a tackle here or there and go for a couple more yards but i mean yeah, their dude, offense no, is dude. very like clean cut dude. i would say like if it's not cup it's it's hard for them to move the ball Dude, he had 14 catches for 120 yards. That's literally less than 10 yards a catch or 10 yards a reception, whatever, whatever you want to call it. That's not like, yes, that's good for um, fantasy, for, uh, fantasy purposes, but in the real game, when you're getting 14 catches for only 120 yards, that you're getting less than 10 yards a catch. That's not, that's not very efficient, especially for a guy like uh, Cooper Cup, who is very good uh, after the catch. You know, like he can... Uh, Usually, whenever he gets the catch, he usually gets like ten to fifteen after, and that just wasn't um, happening this past week. And it, when that's not uh, happening, they also don't have a running game. By the way, when you don't have a running game, um, you are usually not going to win the game, except if you're the Bills. Obviously, the Bills don't have a running game. All they have to run the ball is Josh Allen. Everyone else that he they have for um, running backs might as well just be slot receivers because they don't run the ball as much as they should. And uh, when you do that, that that will not take pressure off of your quarterback, especially a guy like Stafford, who's I think technically still playing hurt right now, even if he's not hurt, hurt. He's not 100% because of the whole, uh, I think it was his shoulder thing, right? That was the problem. Yeah, pretty much the similar injury that Baker Mayfield had last year. So yeah, okay, yeah. He's, so, he's definitely so he's not 100%. 100%. Yeah, hmm. so he's not 100%. So instead of getting uh, pressure off of your um, quarterback, you're giving him more pressure by having him throw the ball almost 40 times a game. That's not going to win you games. And, yes, uh, the defense is good enough to uh, win you games, but when you're putting your defense in shitty situations, it's not like – they're obviously not going to look good. So I think it's more so on the offense than the defense for the Rams. But if they don't get it together, I don't know. I don't see them going very far in the playoffs. I, I think they could still make the playoffs, but I don't know if I see them going very far in the playoffs for them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about maybe one and done, but I don't see them going to the, to the championship game at all. I mean, who, if they were okay, so let's say they're the fifth or sixth or seventh seed. That means they would be going up against like a team like, like Dallas. The Buccaneers, the Eagle. No, because uh, Dallas isn't going to win their division. Sorry, obviously, I'm not trying to. Be okay, like, yeah, that's know. true. Yeah, I said I picked the Dallas Eagles over like weeks a ago. Fifth, six or seven. Yeah, <laughs> so that means that if they're the fifth, six or seven seed, that means they would be going up against a team like either the um, 49ers, the Eagles, the Buccaneers, the Packers. I don't think they beat any of those four teams as right now, as of right now. Like how they look right now, they don't beat any of those teams because all well. I don't know about I don't know, man. The Buccaneers and the Packers also haven't. I guess like the top three teams from last year's uh, playoffs haven't looked very good and very dominant this year. So, like the teams that have looked the best right now, believe it or not, is actually the Vikings, the Eagles, and uh, actually probably the Packers would probably be the third team I would say. But um, the Buccaneers and the Rams, who were the, the actually you know. There were two of the top three seeds because obviously the Packers were the number one seed last year. And you know what happened with them. But uh, what do you call it? The Buccaneers and the Rams have not looked as good as we anticipated them to look. And they're both two and two right now, I think. So I don't think it's 100% time to, have to, time to uh, panic because they still have a very veteran team. So it's still we're only 25% into the season, uh, fourth into the season. So I think we can hold on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, just a little curious thought, because I mean, I mean, and I, I know it was a division game and the 49ers, for the most part, have the Rams number, at least when it comes to the regular season. But sure. uh, let's go ahead and switch topic here for just a little bit. And um, I don't know, you want to you want to talk about um, your your Philly team real quick? Because there's been a lot of people that have been saying, um, mainly Cowboy fans, that I was gonna say, your, four, Cowboy fan. your, your four wins are complete flukes. Well, I don't know about flukes. They're not, I don't know if they're saying flukes, but they're saying we haven't played anyone. Which, by the way, I actually saw this on Instagram today. It was a uh, graphic of how the playoffs would look right now. 
like with the uh, seating and all that. Obviously, we would be the first seed in the uh, NFC. And then, you know who would be the two seed in the NFC? The Vikings, who we actually destroyed in <laughs> on uh, Monday night, week two. So, apparently, we haven't played anyone, but we 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 literally destroyed the um, Vikings, who have actually looked good besides that one game against us. Other than that, they're three and one. And then the uh, three seed in the AFC would actually be the Jaguars right now, who we also beat this past week. So I don't get this whole thing about like how we haven't played anyone and we're playing the Cardinals this week. And um, I'm pretty sure people are going to say like, Oh, you guys are going to lose to them, blah, blah, blah. But then whenever we beat them, like I expect us to pretty easily, honestly, because the, the Cardinals have not looked good this year. They've only basically beat trash teams that are not good. And they've lost to like, okay, so they got killed to the chiefs. They beat the Raiders, but that was on a 20 to three comeback. I don't know how the hell they even did that. <laughs> and then they obviously, uh, Obviously, they beat the Panthers, and I forgot who else they played. But uh, they have not looked good, so I expect us to beat them. But once we beat them, uh, I already know that people are going to say, oh, it's the Cardinals. They don't look good this year, and they don't have D-hop, and they're hurt, blah, blah, blah. So it's always going to be a uh, uh, negative uh, narrative for us. But, um, I mean, we play the Cowboys next week. Not this week, but next week, week six on Sunday night. And I expect to beat them, especially because we play at um, Philadelphia. So I, I, I don't expect the Cowboys to beat us at home because I don't I know, man. Better at home. A lot of Cowboy fans are saying that Philly would be lucky to even get 10 points on Dallas. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, no actual Cowboy fans are saying that. It's just Augustine's uh, dumbass uh, co-workers that he works with that are, quite frankly, I don't even think they know how to tie their shoe. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't know if I would really care about their opinion. But yeah, they're saying that we will be lucky to score 10 points on the Cowboys. I'm sorry, dude, but the Commanders, the Commies score 10 points on the Cowboys. Like, it's not hard to do. Obviously, the Cowboys haven't um, allowed 14-plus points this year, but they also, I mean, well, they allowed, what, 17 to the Buccaneers the first week? But they also played against, yeah, Mm -hmm. they also barely, uh, not, they barely beat the Bengals, right? And uh, obviously they sacked the crap out of Joe fucking Burrow. And then they also beat the Giants and the Commies, who both teams are not good. So I would actually, um, well, we're talking about the Eagles, right? But yeah, uh, (laughs) I think we're one of two teams. I think the other team is the Bills, who are top five in offense and defense right now. So I think think, uh, this is not a fluke. Uh, This is definitely not a fluke. I mean, coming into the season, I think most people were actually picking us to win the uh, division. I did. There hasn't, there hasn't been. Did you say you hit, you did, or you didn't? I did. Yeah. So, so did I. And also, that also mostly comes from the fact that there hasn't been a repeat division winner in our uh, division since 2004, which was a la Eagles when we had McNabb and To. We won back to back 2004, 2005. Uh, that was the last time. So it's been almost 18 or about 18 years since we've had a repeat champion. And I think this time, I think we will be the first to do that again this year and next year. Because I, I don't see us uh, losing any uh, steam or any um, momentum. I mean, we are technically the one seed right now, and we are projected to have a top five pick, Augustine, which would be the Saints pick. Oh, yeah. So that is very we have true. A very, yeah, we have a very bright future. And I'm not saying that just to, like, you know, toot our own horn or whatever. I'm probably the biggest uh, pessimistic person when it comes to the Eagles because uh, they have um, made me cry for 20 years, damn near. So I know <laughs> how it feels. But yeah, I'm actually very happy with us. And uh, the one team I do want to get uh, on with is the Cowboys. What do you think about Cooper Rush versus Dak, Augustine? I mean, I've never been a supporter of Dak. In my opinion, he's always been a backup at best. Uh, Cooper Rush, even even worse. Uh, that being said, I obviously would take Dak. And what w- 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 what are you gonna say? I was gonna say that uh, I'm pretty sure if you, because you said you don't even see Dak as like a, that you said. That you just see him as a backup, but if if uh, Aaron Rodgers was to retire and you guys signed Dak, you'd probably be happy. Yeah, I'd be kind I'm of okay saying, with but it. Anyway. But anyways, Jordan Love is Eagles better fan, than Dak Prescott. Yeah, that's not true. But anyways, as an Eagles fan, I can tell you right now that I prefer 
the Cowboys to go with Cooper Rush over Dak Prescott. I am not scared of Cooper Rush. He's he's basically a he's Tom Brady 2.0. I was gonna say he's a uh, glorified game manager. That's all he's he the is. next Tom he's Brady not a guy. He's not a guy that's gonna win that your team is going to win because of, but he's not a guy that your team is going to lose because of. So, uh, for example, this past week, obviously the um, Cowboys defense held the the commies to ten points. I think uh, anybody that plays quarterback for the uh, Cowboys would would have won that game uh, ver- versus that team because if you hold a team to to only ten points, your chances of uh, winning that game increase uh, drastically. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't think I don't think it's like a, oh my god, like they're winning because of him. I do think that if uh, Dak Prescott would have played against the commies, I think that that he would have probably put up like 28 points. Because, I mean, he's always had the uh, commander's um, number since he's been in the league in 2016, 2017. So I do think that they should go with Dak Prescott. Obviously, this is is, uh, speaking about it if he's 100%. If he's not 100%, then go with Cooper Rush. But if Dak Prescott is back to 100%, which I don't think he will be when he comes back, but uh, I would still go with him with uh, Cooper Rush, and they're also uh, winning obviously against terrible teams, but they're uh, winning nonetheless. So I would probably stick with Cooper Rush for now until until Dak is one hundred percent. I mean, they have the Rams this week, so I don't know. I don't think they'll win that game, but if they do, then I mean, they have the Eagles next week. That'll probably make me choose the Cowboys to beat us next week, just you know, to give them bad luck. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, I mean the Cowboys. I know uh, CD Lamb looks good. Obviously, their defense looks very good. Par- Parsons hasn't been very like he hasn't been his dominant self the past two weeks, but the defense still looks good. They th- they still look top five, top ten. So I think the Cowboys will be good. But um, I'm not a, I'm not scared of them as I was last year. So that's like me speaking as an Eagles fan. What's your take on them though, Augustine? On Dallas? Yeah. Well, as Skip Bayless would put it. No, nah, I'm joking. Damn Cowboys. Yeah, pretty much. He's 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 already penciling them in for this a Super Bowl victory. But Yeah, I don't know about that, dude. Have you seen have have you heard how much he sucks the Eagles on? He literally keeps saying, I am terrified of that Jalen Hurts led <laughs> Eagles team. Like he's 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 actually been saying this since the fucking uh off season this year. So I will give him, but that's only because uh Hertz went to his alma mater of freaking uh Oklahoma. That's the only reason why he's saying that. If he played for like I don't know like Ohio State or something, he'll be like, nah, Jaden Hertz is not good. So, but what do you call it? Yeah, go on. I mean, there really isn't much more to say about Dallas right now. Um, I'll probably have a lot more to say depending on how the game against uh. Rams goes this week because I feel that will be their first true test. The, the Rams yeah, defense I mean, is still obviously pretty good. The offense, obviously, there's questions, but as far as the defense goes, it's going to be interesting to see how it how it plays out. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll go ahead and hold any thoughts I have until next week on them. Yeah, so that's why that's why I'm not really trying to say anything like super positive or super um, negative, negative about them. Yeah, I get you. Really. They haven't really had like an. I mean, yeah, like they uh they did go up against the uh Bengals, but the Bengals' offensive line is atrocious. And when you take away, um, when you take away that, I mean, when whenever you put that into uh, when, whenever you take that into account, it's very it's uh easier to beat a team whenever you're basically not giving their uh quarterback time to be able to do what they do best, and that's pass the ball. So. I wouldn't really like be like, oh my god, like that was so impressive because yeah, the bang- Bengals offensive line is trash. But what do you call it? A uh, one team that I do want to go into is uh, the Broncos. How do you? What, what is your take on the Broncos, dude? Jesus. Okay, so I think Crazy. I sent. You, I think I sent you the message. <laughs> it's a uh, Simpsons clip, and I'm I'm not gonna put it because you know we'll get sued by the mouse, but. It's essentially, I think it was a 90s episode where Homer ends up buying the Denver Broncos and he's like, ah, the Denver Broncos, because this is right before they became, you know, a good team. And and in the clip, they're literally like playing catch and all of them keep dropping the ball or keep getting the ball hit in their fucking head or some shit. And I feel like 
that's pretty much how the team is right now. Like, yeah, they've been winning games, but I mean, and they're two and two. I mean, they do they have butterfingers or something, dude? Like, I I don't think I've ever seen an entire team drop th- this many passes, or, or I guess an entire offense compared yeah, to like, like uh, Jesus. And I mean, Wilson's not necessarily playing his best. But I think that's more so that these players, these receivers, and even the running backs just aren't catching his passes, which... He actually wasn't that bad. If you look at the stats, he was 17 for 25 for 240 and two touchdowns and no interceptions. Probably could have uh, been closer to 25, if you're being honest. Because a lot of his passes that are being dropped, they're like within fingertips away. And most of them should be caught it's just these receivers like i said they got butterfingers or something because they're just not catching these balls balls these passes whatever that that uh i feel like they do have um butterfingers because you also have uh melvin um gordon that's like uh uh fumbling the ball he fumbled it and they actually scored on that play like they literally they, they literally scooped it up and scored on that exact play so yeah that's uh i think uh ball security it sounds funny but uh Ball security has always been a uh, problem for um, for Denver. Gordon since he's well, been not, no, well, for, I mean for Denver for in general. I mean was, shit. Well, I mean, I was mostly talking about him because uh, he's the only one that uh, fumbles uh, this past week, and he also did it uh, last week, and I think the week before when it was him and uh, Javante as well. But uh, he's had this problem since the first time he stepped foot on the uh, field for the uh, Chargers. I think is rookie year i think it was like 2017 or 2016 or whatever but uh yeah that and also when you don't have a run game like dude okay we all know that uh what do you call it um russell uh wilson is not a very good uh runner anymore like he used to be and when he's your uh leading um rusher that's not a good sign he was their leading guy with four carries for 29 yards wow like that's like like obviously that's good for the um uh seven point three uh average per uh per uh, uh rush for him but like the rest of the team had a combined fifty five with sixteen carries that's not good dude fifty five yards and sixteen carries obviously uh I I actually feel bad for uh Javante um Williams he actually tore his uh ACL that game so he's out for the season. Yeah, that's a huge unfortunately. Loss. That's a huge loss. Yeah, that that is a huge loss because that's their best guy. Uh, Gordon is good. Don't get me wrong; like he's a good uh, backup, but I don't think I would trust him to be your leading every down back. And then you got uh, Mike Boone behind him. Like that's just like that's just gonna be a huge loss because um, Williams is a guy that would be able to get you fifteen to twenty, and then uh, and then uh, whenever it looks like he's um, stopped at the line of um, scrimmage he could get you like five or six more uh extra because he's so strong he could just like plow through you you know what i mean so it's gonna be a huge fucking loss for them dude and that's obviously not gonna help them in the uh passing game because they're not really gonna um put guys they're already struggling in the past game yeah (laughs) yeah and like now uh defenses will actually be able to uh what's that word called a zone in on trying to stop the pass game because obviously you're not going to be scared of uh Melvin Gordon or Mike Boone to run the ball. So I think that this is like obviously going to um, affect them. And I don't see them going very far or even like making the uh, postseason this year. My only, uh, my only uh, advice would be a uh, Broncos country. Let's catch. Or Broncos country. Let's punt. <laughs> that's all they do. Is, that's all they do is punt, dude. <laughs> But uh, how about on the opposite side, the okay. Raiders? The Ra- Raiders, yeah. What do you think about I mean, them? Yeah, they won a game, so I guess you see in the right direction. I mean, Devonte Adams hasn't given up Devontae on the Adams. team yet, so you know, uh, like I said, we'll we'll have to wait and see. I mean, not much to say that hasn't already been said well, about this team. Uh well, I think the main <clears> thing that I can is that they actually ran the ball this time very efficiently yeah yeah uh, josh, Jake, josh jacobs had 144 yards on 20 plus carries that's very good so if they can establish the run game more and not have to uh, they don't have to necessarily go the, that hard but every single game because I mean, he's gonna get worn honestly, out i would i, I mean would. he's gonna get worn out. he has not really though like he hasn't really done much since his rookie year he hasn't really like had like over 1000 
rush yards because they don't really give him the ball much and he hasn't been very uh efficient now that he if he can continue to be like this that's good for a uh, car because obviously you want to take um pressure off of your hall of fame quarterback you know like come on bro like you got to help help out your fucking uh, court quarterback so- somehow yeah. you got to be able to uh 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 balance your offense you know what i mean because like if you're just uh focusing on passing the ball 50 times a game like Carr likes likes to do that's that's not going to win you games dude because you become very um predictable and all you got to do is stop uh adams and uh waller and that's basically it and obviously Carr is he's very above average but i don't think he is elite i don't think he is i think he could look um He's like the Eli Manning of this generation. Yes. Well, Eli Manning has two rings. I don't know if I would say that. Eli I mean, Manning he got is carried. very mediocre, though. He's very mediocre. Yeah, he's very mediocre. But I would still rather have a uh, Eli Manning's career than Derek, Derek Carr's Hall of Fame career. <laughs> well, regardless, uh, really there, there's one question I do want to ask you, and so, this pretty much almost had Shannon Sharp pop blood vessels from his damn head. Who is the better quarterback right now? Oh, I about something else. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously he does hate the uh, supporter of gross volleyball right now. I mean, a lot of people do, but no, I was gonna talk. No, not that. I'm talking about that. What the fuck? <laughs> that happened last week. We were talking about that last week. What? What? Because well, they brought uh, it up again this about? week. But <laughs> we'll talk about this one uh, after this one. But go ahead. Um, essentially, who is the best quarterback right now? Between who? No, just just who who's the best quarterback right Holmes. now? Holmes. Okay, and the second part of this is why is it Tom Brady? Says Skip. Oh Ayers. no, yeah, I saw that uh, segment where uh, what do you call it? Uh, the question was who's uh, better right now, Tom or um, Pat Mahomes? And obviously Shannon Sharp said Mahomes, and then he got bad at Skip because he was saying Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady is not. I don't even think he's top five to be honest with you. I don't think he's top five right now. Uh, I think he can act. I I still think he can uh, lead his team to the Super Bowl or like uh, deep into the uh, playoffs, but he's not top five. I don't think he is. Uh, the top five guys right now, as of right now, like who's playing right now? It's Josh Allen, Mahomes, and uh, no, uh, in no specific um, order. It's uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes, uh, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and. Um, Probably uh, Joe Burrow. I'm probably leave, leaving someone out, but I call it, those are my top five guys right now. But yeah, it's not Brady, and uh, I don't think he will be a top five quarterback this year. Uh, he does have um, the weaponry to do it, because obviously he has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Julio Jones, uh, Leonard Fournette. He has the guys, right? He has the guys. He has the, the um, what do you call it? He has the defensive personnel to be able to do it. But I don't see it. I don't see him uh, being able to overcome his wife's um, divorce. <laughs> Once and I, again, I'm not even the to wife I'm wins. Just like, I'm just saying it like in like that. Like that. Like seems like it's so much to like being able to to be able to overcome. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, uh, even though he might say like, "Oh, like uh, I'm just uh, focusing on the game right now," blah blah blah. Like I'm just trying to. Uh, uh, focus on this week's uh team that we're playing against or whatever like dude it's always gonna be in the back of your mind like oh fuck like i'm gonna get it a uh divorce after 13 years with the uh lady that i have three plus kids with you know what i mean which is honestly if you look at it it's kind of fucked up that he's getting in a uh divorce with his wife after 13 uh, after 13 years uh when he probably won't even make it far into the playoffs this year like it was it really worth it at the end of the day? I guess you're still uh, fat padding your uh, career stats, so uh, no one can be able to uh, catch you on that. But I mean, you're losing your why. I don't know. I guess I'm trying to look at it for the from the um, from the uh, marriage perspective than the uh, football perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, obviously these really analysts aren't really going to say cuz they're just going to obviously talk about the football stuff. So that's their job. Yeah. But personally like I mean obviously everything is just speculation. We don't know 100% this yeah. is happening. This is just speculation and we're just going off of the speculation. But 
was it worth it? Uh, nah. E even if they had a good chance to win, uh, nah. You know, um, it's like th there's more to life than football. There there's plenty of people who have realized that. Peyton Manning is one for obvious reasons. Obviously, um, that that his last season was obviously his last. Like, there's no way he was gonna come back. Um, even if he wanted to play, but there's yeah. been plenty of good players that have left uh, the NFL. Not necessarily in their prime, but you know, there is who... actually a lot. You got uh, Andrew mm. Luck left, he's still like what, yeah, like in his oh. late 20s, early yeah. 30s. Uh, Luke Keekly, also Luke Keekly, yeah, uh, those guys, yeah, those two guys were because of uh, injury, though, obviously, like, that's yeah, like up. they probably could have like, still come like, back. Hey, I mean, no, 100%. not could have, they, they could have come back, um, yeah, but they chose, you know, having a good life. Pretty much. So I'm. Yeah. I mean, obviously I mean, Brady had nothing to prove. He had something for himself to prove. To prove. Dude, if he would have, uh, what do you call it, uh, retired after he won the Super Bowl in 2020, it would have, it would have been the same thing as we would have said right now. He still would have been the goat. So like, if I was him, I would have just left on top of the whole league. You know what I mean? You won your Super Bowl. Uh, I feel have, that was the last thing he needed to prove, you know, if he could win outside New England. Without, without Belichick, yeah, and he, he did that. So people that say that he's a system QB, I mean, granted, I don't think he's ever uh, won a Super Bowl having a bottom five defense. I think he's always had a top defense when he wins. Yeah, so. But obviously, at the end of the day, it's a team stat. We're not look, looking at these and being like, oh, uh, Tom won it by himself, uh, by himself, because obviously, like when uh, uh, Rogers won his um, only one as well, uh, he also had the top defense or one of the top defenses in the league. So you need to have was both, it though? Uh, it was one of the top. I don't know if it was the top, but it was no. The it top definitely five. wasn't the top. It was not top, but it was one of the top. But obviously, they also had the top uh, offense that year, so that helps. But yeah, like when you have uh uh, it's a uh, team sport to be able to win a um, championship. This is probably the only sport that is literally a team sport where you need all uh, phases of the game to be um, very, uh, very good to dominant to be able to win the championship. You know what I mean? So Green Bay. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking it up just because I was curious that year. Green Bay was ranked 19th in defense. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, scoring defense. That's what we're talking about because okay. we always talk about that's what we care about. We don't care about like total defense. It's scoring defense. They didn't allow that many points. That's what we talk about for uh, uh, Patriots. You're just trying to make a case for fucking Rodgers being okay. Better yeah, than okay. Offense wise, we were top three. No, I was talking talking about scoring defensively. Shut like, the hell up. Scoring defense, dumbass. <laughs> they were top five, top ten for scoring defense. That's what actually like uh, uh, matters more because you got to be a uh, bend but don't break type of defense you know what i mean yeah like you can like uh uh what do you call it uh if you uh if you let a team score i mean uh fucking get like i don't know like four to five hundred uh uh yards on you but you only let them score like 10 to 15 that's obviously still a w you know what i mean like that's still very good so yeah that's good but what do you call it uh yeah i mean 20 years 20 plus i think he's going on his 22nd season this year i don't know if it was worth it to lose your whole family well not his whole family but lose his wife but, uh, I mean, his kids are there with him. <laughs> yeah. I want to get to the next story, which has to do with Tom Brady, actually. But no it's boy. not really about him, but it has to do with uh, our favorite uh, diva, Augustine, Antonio Brown. Oh, God. I, I, heard, I, I heard something about it, but I didn't. Okay, so obviously bother. we're not going to put this on our fucking podcast because it's gross. But yeah, he was basically uh, nude inside a pool. It wasn't like at a fucking nude beach or anything like that. It was in, inside a <laughs> pool in uh it was in uh, Dubai, and he was uh, basically trying to drown a girl. Obviously, he was joking, but uh, what do you call it? Uh, he was uh, butt-ass naked inside a pool with the white girl, and there was a bunch of guys around him. Like, not like not in the uh, camera, but they were inside or whatever. And uh, he was uh, flashing his, his, his um, private part. And then, uh, so obviously, that's not a good look. And then... Uh, Later, I think it was I think it was the day after or two days after. This was on Sunday night, right before the Buccaneers game on uh Sunday night. The game was at seven 
20 or whatever. It was like around 6 o'clock. Uh, AB posted a picture with him and um, Giselle, which is Tom Brady's wife. He posted a picture <laughs> and he put... I forgot what the caption said. It said some something around the lines of... I don't know if it's still there. I don't think it is. Let's see. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> what? I don't know. Is it still there? No, it's just, it's just funny. What? <laughs> it actually is still there. Yeah, look. So it says, put that shit on. It's this look. Oh, my God. Literally, bro. And it's like, dude, obviously, he does this shit for attention. And just like uh, Shannon Sharp um, put it, dude, he put it like uh, he put it um, this way, dude, that uh, AB is just a straight up clown. That's all he is. It's, he's he's a clown, dude. He does this shit. And like uh, not the good kind of clown, you know what I mean? Like not the one you see at a fucking uh, circus or whatever. Like this is like the clown. Like this is clown activity, bro. Like you don't like to like obviously uh, ever since he uh, got hit by Vontis Perfect or perfect i think it was 2017 or 2018 uh that uh cte has not been the same for him dude it, like dude if you watch um what do you call it his uh interviews before that hit and after you can see a completely 360 on him like how completely different his uh attitude is you know what i mean like before he got hit he was this like super uh humble guy he was like oh like i'm very uh uh humbled by this opportunity and i'm very um blessed and blah blah blah. now he's like oh i'm the best in the game i call god all this stupid shit bro like he just it's just like not a good look and they should actually do a very um thorough uh what is that word called uh i can't say the word evaluation on him (laughs) and uh look into his actual like fucking problems because this guy has super like major problems bro like there's some the stuff that he does that's actually um funny but this kind of stuff that he does where he keeps um throwing tom uh brady under the bus which makes no sense because brady is the one that got him the uh chance to go play with the uh buccaneers and get him his first um super bowl in 2020 it might if it be his only brady, super bowl yeah, if it was yeah yeah it's 100 percent his, his only super bowl bro. he's not getting signed to anyone Absolutely no one, but probably the Browns will sign him. No one else is signing him, bro. I'm sorry. No one's going to sign him. And if it wasn't for Tom uh, Brady, he wouldn't have a Super Bowl right now. He wouldn't have one ring. He would be literally, uh, he would be irrelevant, bro. Let's just put it put it how it is, call it spade to spade. Uh, he's very um, fortunate that um, Brady gave him the chance, the opportunity to be able to go uh, play with him. And he even uh, let him into his house, bro. He let him stay with him for, I think, like, the first few months or whatever. Wow. Until he got his own place. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he literally they fucking offered him, like, oh, uh, AB, do you want to uh, – uh, you can um, stay with me while you're here, whatever, like, like while you're on the team, blah, blah, blah. So, like, dude, the fact that you – and like, this guy, like, throws him under the bus, like, oh, I'm supposed to be your boy, and you don't go to bat for me to get a uh, – to get a – extension or whatever but you get your boy gronk and extension like dude first of all gronkowski doesn't do stupid shit like this you know what i mean like all he does is go fucking out and like fucking uh uh party and stuff like yeah he does that but he's not over here showing his cock for like the camera you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and he's not over here throwing his boy tom brady under the bus like come on bro like you don't do that shit for your boy dude like it's it's fucked up dude and he is a he is a pos I'm not gonna say the word the whole term but he is a pos bro like tom brady did uh nothing but good stuff for this guy and this guy throws him under the bus like come on bro yeah it's, 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 it, i mean i'm gonna keep it short it's, just, it's pretty fucked up uh like i have i'm not really having much to say on these topics but <clears throat> i mean in particular this one i mean like like how you said right now like he, brady did pretty pretty much revitalized his career or at least helped revitalize his career and it was Brown who pretty much, uh, there goes my voice for the first time today. You're good. Um, <laughs> um, Brown essentially destroyed it, destroyed it himself again, you know. And there's only so yeah. much, you know, Brady and the team could do at that point, you know. True. I, I would love to interview him and see how the jog from New York to Tampa was after he got fired. So yeah. there is that, so... 
god. Is there any other interesting things that happen? I mean, Buffalo sure. and Baltimore. Oh, yeah, that's right. What is your take on that? I mean, Baltimore loses another close game. Uh, you know where... why, though? Do you know what's the main reason? Is, is it John Harbaugh sabotaging Lamar Jackson? I think it's John Harbaugh being a fucking moron <laughs> and uh, not wanting to kick a field goal with the arguably the greatest kicker of all time. You have, like, I get that you want to score. You're at the two-yard line, bro. But, like, just kick it and get the field goal. Like, take the lead. You're It's to take the lead. Like, I don't understand what the whole, like, thought process is behind uh, going for it on fourth and two. I know like, some yeah, people... I know some people are defending it because this is how he's made a career out of, you know, this is how Harbaugh has made a career, you know, taking huge risks. But the problem was the interception. Cause even if they don't, um, even if they don't get a, a, um, the touchdown, it's still going to be first for, what is it? Um, the bills were going to be at the two yard line. So they're going to be backed up. So, any momentum they would have had, it, you know, it's still going to be at the two yard line. It's still going to be a very close game I mean, at that I would, point. I would still, I would still have bet on uh, Josh Allen being able to score or get into um, field goal range from the one yard line. I don't really care if it's from the one or from the twenty five. The fact is that it's a tie game, and uh, it's twenty twenty, and uh, there's only a couple. Uh, minutes left and the bills are not even uh guaranteed to uh be able to go to take the uh to get into a field goal range to score and take it to um to overtime so i think you take your points and uh put it on the back of your um defense and like okay like for example it's um completely uh different if you're down four points or if you're uh going for a, a two-point conversion if you're going for the two-point conversion then i would have said yeah go for it because you can't really stop uh uh buffalo's uh uh offense you know what i mean so like yeah. go for it uh go for the two-point conversion but this is a tie game bro like dude, yeah it's, it's like, i mean i'm, I'm not saying i agree with the decision either but like i'm just trying yeah. to see it from both point of views and one thing i do want to say um buffalo's defense you have to give them so much fucking credit because yeah josh allen brought them back and won, won them the game it doesn't happen if that defense holds baltimore to if they lit up any points they held them to zero points in the second half so i mean yeah we i mean obviously allen give him credit I, I think defense deserves even more credit well yeah i mean obviously but like they've gotten plenty of um credit this year dude they have the best defense in the league like that's known like that's not a surprise like them uh but it's lamar at home you know you yeah, just don't do that for some reason i mean for some reason uh lamar seems to be not as good at home whenever he has the lead like obviously <laughs> go back to the uh dolphins game week two didn't yeah. score any points in the last fucking quarter of the game so is it really a bigger surprise because i mean obviously the uh bills have a uh better defense than the dolphins and the dolphins held them scoreless the fourth quarter so is it really that big of a surprise for some reason uh lamar jackson seems to just like shut down it's like his um it's like his uh uh batteries go out in the second half of the game for some reason i don't know what it is yeah but yeah uh, obviously they deserve uh credit but obviously it's the bills defense this is what we expect from the number one defense in the league so it's what i'm expecting yeah, um, that's pretty much everything that was on my yeah, mind. Uh, yeah, it's mostly what was on my mind today too. Uh, I guess we uh, about fifty minutes. minutes yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. I did want to ask. Uh, so, do you want to give a quick prediction for primetime games this week? This week's game is the Colts and the Broncos, right? Yes, I'm gonna say. Broncos. I'm gonna say the Broncos get it together. I just don't see the 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 Colts only win is the Chiefs, and obviously, like yes, it's an impressive win, but they've lost to like so many. They've literally tied the who they tied the the Jaguars. I don't know the Texans 
and they lost to the Jaguars. They got shut out to the Jaguars, and then they lost to the Titans. I don't see them being any good. And uh, Jonathan Taylor might not even play this week. So that's yeah. a huge loss for them, even though he hasn't really done much. Uh, um, technically not prime time, but I guess is still is. Uh, it is prime time. No, 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 no. Well, the next game, uh, oh. Giants and Green Bay in London. Uh, I think Green, I Bay. Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, Green Bay. That's not, I'm not, I'm not going to go into much into that. And the next, I guess we can, because they're both kind of like prime time technically, but obviously here they're probably going to show one over the other. But I mean, you already said it, um, and I agree with you. Uh, Eagles over Cardinals. And yeah, I got Rams over Cowboys. I'm going to go Rams over Dallas. And then Sunday night, this is a pretty interesting one. Um, Bengals Ravens. Yeah, because it's gonna be a very good game. I mean, the Bengals have a chance to pretty much get a lead o- over Baltimore, but Baltimore, I feel like they need this win, man. Like, I I feel like they can't lose us a second straight at home, especially to a division rival if they want to keep pace with the rest of the AFC. So, they've I'm, actually lost two straight at home already. So this this this, this will be, be third, this third straight. Well, yeah. I honestly, I'm, I'm going to go with the Ravens just because I don't think they'll be able to stop Lamar Jackson. And I think the Ravens will be able to contain at least a, at least a bit more. They'll be I able f- to contain the Bengals. I feel like I'm, I'm going to go with you on that one, Ravens as well, only because I feel... That's a toss-up, though. Yeah, I feel like their defense, at least their front, will be able to get to Burrow more, you know? Uh, and I guess the uh, Monday night game, Raiders and Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs. I got Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah. I'm not saying anything to that. I'm All right. <laughs> All right. So if you want to give the socials real quick. All right. Uh, F-U-C-K. Okay. Uh, for uh, Instagram, it's uh, official double A show. Official double A show. And then for TikTok, it's the double A show. T-H-E-E double A show. All right. Well, that's pretty much going to do it for us this week. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.